0: The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdall. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys Podcast. As always, I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Coggle. Mike, is there a heat wave in Denver today?
1: Yeah, no, it broke. Thank you for asking. We had three days in a row of 100 plus, which is pretty much records for this time of year. So no, it's sunny and hot, and you live in the West as well, so you're seeing, you know, what the hottest place on the planet was 100, what, 23? in death valley
0: i think that's what it was
1: in the planet on the entire planet not in the planet on the entire planet 123 or 128 um i got a dear friend jimmy fardon dear friend of yours as well that lives in palm springs and today i feel sorry for him It was 123 yesterday so we'll see what the summer brings hopefully we can abate wildfires as best we can you live out in this part of the world too but it seems pretty dry what about your world
0: uh, Mike, is we got it really rough. We got about seventy five degrees and sunny in Seattle.
1: All right, enough said.
0: Mike, it's really interesting, and as you well know, I grew up in Florida, and I think about, you know, my grandparents, in some extent, some you know, my parents in their in their younger years. What would it be like to be in Florida, a hundred degrees, a hundred percent humidity, before air conditioning?
1: I have no idea. Do you? I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. You know <laughs> I me. Mean? I think I have an answer for everything. I have no idea.
0: I'm glad I didn't have to grow up that way. And, you know, woe is me, Mike. You know, in, in the Seattle area, most houses do not have air conditioning. So when it gets into the high 80s, 90 degrees, you know, we start complaining. And I and I always think back to those people who, you know, would go months and months of humidity and heat uh, back, back in the South before air conditioning. So as we always like to say, Mike, we deal with a lot of first world problems these days.
1: Yes, it's interesting that we're talking about heat. And you know what and we actually are disability guys, the DI guys. I saw yesterday on the news. This is this is just in Metro Denver that in 3 days they had 227 more paramedic calls than they've had previous. So it's like a record. Why heat. So you know what without thinking. Heat stroke can turn into something you know, you're outside working and you can have a heart attack. Things still happen in this world every single minute of every day, and heat also can really affect the health of an awful lot of people. And you could be unexpectedly, suddenly have heat stroke. That God only knows. You would hope nobody gets has a real problem, and and if they're fine. But just think about that. It's like 227 more calls, not those calls, but 227 more. That's a really big number.
0: It just goes to show you that, uh, we're not guaranteed anything in life and, and crazy things happen, which is why, you know, we do what we do in terms of talking about protecting one's income in the, in the event that they become hurt or sick. Now, Mike, I'm going to shift the conversation on you. I know what a big guru you are of social media, but (laughs) I say that tongue in cheek for those who don't know you as well as I do. But you were telling me, Mike, about uh, something you saw, I think it was on Facebook, and it was really, really interesting what you described, but it really, it reminded me when you told me about it, about some of the things that you said in the past about your feelings about you know taking care of yourself and your family. So why don't you tell us that story?
1: Well, I I am a Facebook stalker, by the way, so that's fair. Not daily. I don't have time to do it. I just don't take time to do it daily, and I don't post that I had, you know what, beautiful poutine french fries right with gravy and cheese that's just not my world i'm not gonna everything i do in life i don't need to put on social media as a matter of fact even for business i should be better at it that being said i the other day i was looking at it and a friend of mine sent this post out to the world and i'll leave names and i'll leave most of it out but i just want to read it because this is just goes straight to the heart of what i feel really bad about and remember chris Like you, I feel I have a fair amount of compassion for people and really care about people. But when I see things that I'm about to read, I don't get irritated. I just kind of get bummed that somebody didn't get to this particular person in the right time of life. And this is a fairly young person. I would say 41 years old, 42, I might guess. And the and the post goes like this. Friends, my very close cousin, blank, best friend, blank. Passed away unexpectedly last week. He leaves behind children that are in immediate need of assistance. If you can find it in your heart to help this family in a very, very desperate situation, please make a donation. Prayers and family and friends, much love. And it goes on to take you to the place, GoFundMe, where they are in dire need of money. Now, the Facebook post also shows a picture of the guy smiling, really happy, and the next picture is a lake and a boat so i think they probably even had a boat and i just wonder chris oftentimes and people have heard me say this so many times in my life is you know what charity starts at home if you have a boat you have a car you have a house you have everything and suddenly you have no life insurance or in another case for us income protection or disability insurance and something tragic happens happens to you immediately happens to you boom out of the out of the blue you and i've said at least a hundred times on these podcasts, we don't have the crystal ball without the crystal ball. This can happen. And I've always said, you know, it used to be bake sales, right? Chris, if somebody got hurt at school, somebody's dad falls off a ladder and breaks his back and unfortunately, or mom and breaks his or her back or something happens, the school suddenly, you know, was like, Oh my gosh, we have to try to figure out how to raise money for the tuition for the kids. We don't want them to have to go to a different school and the whole nine yards, and it was a bake sale. And you had a bake sale, and somebody used to tell me in uh like cool place like Philadelphia, it was more like beer and brats or something like that. <laughs> but the point was it was a fundraiser. Firemen do it, everybody does it, and I think you should be charitable and have a big heart and, and, and understand that. But my point is, is charity starts at home, and I just said that. You've got to be responsibility responsible, Chris, for the people that you bring into this world. They're your responsibility. I don't expect anybody to take care of Romy and Lulu Coggle in the event that something happens to me, Visa V get hurt or sick and can't work anymore, can't do this podcast or vis-a-vis unexpectedly pass away and leave them hanging. My point is, and I've always said this, you've got to take care of yourself and charity starts at home. I've said that three times. So for the listeners, it's an easy way to have a conversation with any of your clients and any client that has a family. The risk protection package needs to be, and you hear me say it over and over, it needs to be in place and up to date because anything can happen at any time. And versus Chris doing a Facebook, Instagram post, GoFundMe page, wouldn't it be a whole lot better to have Mike, the insurance man, coming with a $2 million check to your house or a million dollar check? Six grand exactly. a month in the event that you're hurt or sick and can't go back to work. So, like I've always said, Chris, I'm fully responsible for my children. I'm 61 years old. My disability insurance will not lapse until it absolutely runs out of time. My life insurances, as you know, are permanent. And there's a reason for that. And you've heard me say this, because there ain't going to be no bake sale for the Cocktail girls.
0: No doubt. You know, Mike, this, as, as you were telling the story, I was just thinking, my guess is this person probably has a financial advisor who he has invested with. And, you know, what's really sad is when you talk about comprehensive financial planning, it's not really comprehensive financial planning if you haven't taken care of the risk management program. Fair?
1: I couldn't agree more. It's more than fair. It's just it needs to be a piece of the puzzle. Again, you've got to look at yourself every single time. And from a sales idea perspective, it's okay. I've done this, Chris. You've heard me say it. You've seen me do it. Bring up a picture. Tell that your client to bring up a picture on their phone. And almost always, if they have a family, who's who's the screensaver? Kids. Kids. And just look at them and say, you know what? The last thing anybody wants to do, we may screw their lives up royally. You can do a little tongue-in-cheek. We may screw them up, but our intention is not to. Don't you agree? And really, there's only one answer for that one. My goal in life is not to make my family's life miserable. So this is why I'm talking to you at this very moment, your children, you don't want to screw it up. And in the event you get hurt or sick and you can't go to work for six months or 16 years, their life will forever be changed. There's an easy way to prevent that from happening. And if you really want to finish it, there's a really easy way to prevent that from happening. And you can do it for somewhere between, you know, 2% of your income on a ballpark. One to two percent, depending on how much you really want to do. But you can do that. Would you be interested? That's the whole conversation, Chris. That's it.
0: You know, it really is, Mike. And, and as you were talking, I'm, I'm thinking of the one of the tried and true great ways to start this conversation is the three-legged stool. You know, live too long, die too soon, become hurt or sick along the way. And I'm here to protect all the legs of the stool. And we're and we're going to protect all legs of the stool. We're not just going to spend all of our time, attention, and money, you know, on the live too long part, uh, because the other two uh, can creep up and really make your life and or your your family's life absolutely miserable.
1: Chris, I'm not sure where the three legged stool came from, but I think it had an awful lot to do with the dairy industry. Don't you, <laughs> Mike? Have
0: you ever sat on, squatted on one of those things and, and uh, milk cows,
1: Chris? I'm from Iowa. I've had the opportunity to do all ag business at some point in my life. I was just thinking if I got to sit down with my buds and try to do that for when I was, I was probably 13 or 14 when I had the experience. As a matter of fact, a lot of kids that grow up in the Midwest get the experience to do it. And it's kind of cool. It's one you never forget. But I can't imagine trying to balance on two of the three legs is what I'm thinking. I can't imagine trying to make sure that I'm going to do all the things I have to do with my hands, nervous as heck. And then I have this stool that may tip over every two seconds because I've got to sit there and try to balance it because I'm missing one of the legs.
0: Mike, I just have one question before we get out of here today. When you were 13, did you have that afro?
1: Yeah, Chris, I think I did. (laughs) I think I did. And I actually thought I was pretty cool. There was a time I thought I was Julius Serving. But anyway, enough said.
0: Mike, great (laughs) episode. I look forward to talking to you next week.
1: Chris, thank you.